0: Welcome to the Shred With Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches and expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated
1: lifestyle.
0: Yo, what is going on everybody and welcome to episode 50 of the Shred With Science podcast. Um, I clearly have not had a podcast in a while. Um, I've been busy. I've been back in Ireland. I've been visiting family and friends. Um, but I think it is time to get back online. So I'm here with a very popular guest that I've had on already. Alistair Hart. How's it going, buddy? Yo, yo. So we're live. We're actually in body, image, health and fitness in Clonakilty, West Cork for this episode but there's a few things we want to touch on um there's a few things we're going to talk about and then a lot of it is just going to be a little bit of a chit chat because there's a few things that we want to touch on anyway um and both of us kind of struggle to stop speaking at the best of times so we're just going to crack on um there's been a huge response from Alistair's last appearance on my podcast which was around the topic in particular of um the interest was actually around you having your own. Mm. So we're in the midst of um, discussing maybe what Alistair's going to do for that. And that's going to be interesting. So for those of you guys, if you're listening to this late, his podcast may already be live.
1: Have you any ideas on names? I What's have it? actually. Oh, I think, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 do you know what? It's something that I didn't put much um, thought into until it just, again, just yeah. this light bulb yeah. in moment just came and I went, oh, that's kind of all right. Um, believe and achieve with Alistair Hart and I Oh mate, that's so good. Yeah, I I it just do you know what it yesterday it came to me because it's it it makes sense to me um, and it's it's basically what I'm about, mm-hmm. um, and it's my ethos that look if somebody else can do it, I can do it. Yeah, um, and it's believe and achieve. So I, you some know, um, yeah. So I think I'm going to go with that. Love it, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. So yeah, we're going to get um
0: we're going to get some some bits and pieces in order. Obviously, I'm showing Alistair how I do mine. We're here live in West Cork. Um, I'm back for Christmas for two to three weeks, mm. training here. Um, Try not to hug this office. That's right, because I'm not here. For too many guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So since the last podcast... Um, Alistair has successfully opened um, his second gym in Skibbereen on time. Tell mm-hmm. us about
1: that. Yeah, that was a bit of a whirlwind. Um, for any of you that don't know the background behind um, the second gym, the, the second gym was, um, the idea was 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 brought up this time last year and I went at it straight away and but unfortunately trying to find a location in Skibbereen or a business in Skibbereen that I could you know use their unit or whatever um was difficult so anyway to cut long story short we um met a guy who said he'd build this one and he did that but there was a lot of chewing and froing and lots of complications with with the build Irish um, builders right do well, you know what it was just a whole lot of everything it was between ESB and neighbors and trying to get cables on um And it dragged on tremendously, and I hate not being, you know, a man of my word, and uh, so on. So anyway, cut a long story short, um, the build was due to be finished towards the end of the year, and I knew um, that when we were coming towards the end of it, I could actually put a date on it, and I wanted to be open before the turn of the year. So um, I set the date of the 8th of December, and... That was a Saturday, and we, the I suppose the the tradesmen themselves weren't finished until. So that was that was the that was the Saturday it was the eighth. The tradesmen weren't finished until late Thursday evening, and it just meant us trying to get in there um, and do our things. So it was still a building site up and up until then. Um, so. I got in there 36 hours and had the whole gym fitted out we actually did a full straight was it 26 hours 42 minutes um that's crazy to much. the opening yeah and we had it open with kind of 20 minutes to spare and it it broke me I've never been so sore in my life really uh, yeah between between you know all the the, the actual um physical softness involved in it and and so on but it was uh, it's open it's doing great so far we've got you know um, a good few members already and it's probably December's probably the worst time of year you could ever open a gym because no one wants to know Uh, but it was great because there's such um, such a young following and it's something I'm very passionate about is making sure that the teenagers um, have a facility that allows them to do their thing Um, because out there there seem to be They seem to be um, an older kind of view on fitness and, you know, what it was about. And they didn't really like kids coming in and stringers and people taking pictures and so on and so forth. And that's that's kind of the future of it. And that's where it's going. And look, you know, you got to evolve. Um, and I think it's massively important for anyone that knows my background I mean like when I was when I was 14, 15, 16 things went massively wrong for me because I didn't have anything to do uh, and I just want to try and change that for, for the better of other kids coming through that they're able to have somewhere to go and um, you know fitness is huge right now it's such a good thing to get into um, and if it saves someone from going down the wrong road then you know great It's so you know we spoke about this on the last podcast but it's so um
0: Refreshing when you speak about it because you're coming from such an authentic place like you've mm. been there you know mm.
1: and you're almost speaking to yourself 20 years ago absolutely you know trying, I mean? just all I'm trying to do is right the wrong I did to myself you know but I'm doing that instead of you know doing it which I'm obviously doing through my kids but I'm trying to do it through everybody else's kids as well because I don't want parents To have to go through what my parents went, and I don't want those kids to have to waste all the time that I wasted. Yeah. Um. And and you know anything I ever do or or say uh, to any kid that I'm trying to point them in the right direction is because, you know, I I know where they're going. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's such a powerful message, you know, and I think
0: a lot of people are. I'm going to say a lot of people are unfortunate because they've not been there, and Mm -hmm. you know we've spoken about, you know, tough times and and you know challenging yourself through tough times Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes from someone who's been through something like that it's such an authentic message Um, and I've seen you like I've seen you chat to people and you make it known why you know oh yeah I'll tell them straight up so if someone says you know what are you doing that for Mm -hmm. like I did that why are you doing that? Yeah. It's such a powerful message. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited to, to get down there. I've not seen it yet. Well, that's right. You've not, no, yeah. not yet. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, obviously, there's a few things we want to discuss today. So we're just going to dive straight in. The first one is something that we've kind of spoken about, um, you know, as friends. And, you know, maybe just, I suppose, the way fitness is in terms of, you know, people getting the wrong perception of, of other people and... Um, I suppose fitness is a finicky industry and it's a bit, it's obviously egotistical to some degree and people are, are are in it sometimes for the wrong reasons, but it's quite easy to get a bad impression of someone that you've never met. And I think a lot of people do this anyway. You know, I think if someone comes into a shop and you're like, oh, what's this person all about? And we've had a few, um, I've turned around to you and we've been speaking about someone and I've said, you oh, know, they're such a nice person. And you were like, your response was, everyone's a nice person you know in some way shape or form yeah and it kind of that that actually really sat with me because i'm like that is so true you know Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i think that everyone on some level no matter how much of an idiot they are or, or how nice they are or wherever they are in that spectrum people just want what you know they just want to do the best they can in life really
1: like there's very few people who are just dickheads like absolutely if you think about it right so there's over 7.5 billion people in this world mm. and there's only a few dickheads we fucking killed it like as a, <laughs> as a species <laughs> yeah. you know we're, we're doing really well um, but this is the thing and I, I'd be the first to hold my hand up and say I'm a prick for judging people on my First impressions and my 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 perception of what that person's about. So yeah. this is where this is where the argument of social media comes in and the pros and cons of it. And unfortunately, one of the downsides of social media is um, that if you see a picture, you you can interpret that in many different ways. You may look at it and you might say, "Fucking hell, you know that guy's in really good shape." I might look at it and go. Um, oh that person's got a cool pair of shoes and somebody else might look at and go oh fuck there they've got a phone or they've got whatever so everybody picks these different things out but unfortunately when we look at the picture in a whole we either go oh wow that's amazing or fuck what an idiot mm. you know and this is a major problem so automatically if you come up with oh, what an idiot you just have a negative view on that person and automatically no matter whatever you see again about them you look at it in a negative light and I've had a couple of different people that I've seen like that and I thought you know I, I've had one thing uh, you know one perception about them and then all of a sudden I, you meet them right? I meet them and I go fuck I'm such a prick yeah, you know mm-hmm. because they're so nice yeah, and yeah, they bear yeah. no resemblance to the character that's they been in talk. my head yeah, yeah. you know and um, and I'm just there going, do you know what? The the person with the biggest issue here is me because how shallow am I? And in a way, it's like, you know, this isn't you. that Everyone does this. I've
0: done this. Mm. Um, it's almost like we're projecting maybe insecurities in ourselves or issues that we may have within our within yeah. ourself onto someone else like and that's subconsciously you won't actually know you're doing that yeah the, the, the one thing that I I spoke to to Brian Keane about actually was he he made a comment and it it's it really resonated with me is like if I turned around to you now or someone in, in the street and said you're a pink elephant mm. you'd be like what an idiot like yeah yeah you yeah. know what's what's this person on about fucking, yeah. fucking idiot and walk yeah. off yeah if I said You're so arrogant Like Mm. That will spark That will probably Snag on something Yeah And sometimes Like if someone says to me Oh you're You're very up yourself Or you're very something And if something snags Sometimes you need to ask yourself Why that is Mm. Is it because you're Paranoid that people Have that perception of you already And if that's the case Well why Then obviously a part of you Thinks Well maybe maybe you do something that might give off that impression.
1: Mm.
0: So it was something that he said that really resonated with me. It's like specific things will... will some, Someone will say something and it'll just go straight over your head and someone will say something else. For you, it'll be different to me. And for me, it'll be different to someone else. But the things that really kind of snag are sometimes th- things that projections or insecurities or things that we need to kind of iron out with ourselves as mm. well. Um, but I also do feel like there are parts of me that... Like there are parts of everyone. They're parts of me that I try and change or I try and focus on or I try and, you know, work on, let's say. And if I sometimes see someone else doing something that resembles that, it almost like sparks the same sort of reaction that you're speaking about. But it's actually because I'm trying to speak to myself Mm -hmm. to say like, oh, this person is doing what I don't want to do. Like, you know, and you you get that kind of, you know, image of someone else, which obviously isn't always the case. Um, But it's funny because we've had let's just say we've had you know personal encounters recently
1: mm. that would that have just been completely different like you know what I mean exactly so, and, I, and so much so that and and you know this there is there's a person that i had a perception on that I've never met and i messaged him the other day saying look I need to talk to you. We're both within the industry, and because I felt I felt this overwhelming kind of sense of I need to, I actually need to uh, prove to myself that I'm wrong, and uh, of of the opinions that I've that I've had on people. So I messaged this guy and I said, "We need to chat. You know, we need to meet up, uh, train, or whatever the case is, because we're both within the industry. You know, we're both involved in competing and stuff like that. Um, And I'd like to, you know, I'd like to." to actually meet the person, not yeah. the picture, you yeah.
0: know? No, 100%, 100%. And you know what, like, there don't get me wrong, there are situations where sometimes you give someone
1: that chance mm. and you're like, yeah, they are an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, that's but fine. at least you know. Like, yeah, but at, at least you know. know. And this is it, and I think that everybody out there should give people the benefit, the benefit of the, the doubt and just remember that everybody that's out there like I said you know there's good in everyone and everybody like everybody's got friends so somebody fucking likes the person somewhere you <laughs> yeah, know so absolutely man. Um yeah that would be that would be my one double down on thing this year is give people a chance yeah no 100% you know we've all been guilty of that we've all been absolutely. guilty of that and like there are sometimes
0: times when I look back and go jeez I had such a Poor perception of this person But like I said to you Sometimes you're like Yeah this person's an idiot Like yeah But you know Everyone everyone means well At the end of the day Absolutely um, But that's something I've definitely been You know Everyone's been on on, on The poor end of that Yeah You know There have been times I was out I was out in Cork Friday, Last Friday night I mm-hmm. went out for the first time In Cork For a very long time And uh, we went to a club Yes I had a few drinks I do occasionally And we're outside afterwards Outside at Hillbilly's and um, this guy comes up and he goes, he starts chatting and he was like, geez, you know, what? I thought you'd be an absolute asshole, but you're actually really nice. Just yeah. because he
1: saw pictures, you know, just because someone had that perception of me,
0: which is something I get a lot. Um,
1: well, that's true because you know, you like I obviously I know you and I I know you before, you know, you the you blow up and yeah. yeah yeah, but you yeah, you and you bear no resemblance to the perception that one would have because I yeah. I can quite easily I can quite easily buy into other people's percep- perceptions like when I look at your I pictures, think I made it, yeah. but it's just so funny when you meet you then and like you're just you, you know it's it's a complete contrast. It, but I think such as such as the case with, with so many people, you know, especially you know what, especially if you take your top
0: off and you're taking clothes off a lot on social yeah. media, and obviously you know, and this is the misperception that a lot of people have is. I chat on my, I hate chatting on my story, mate. Do I really, you? Yeah, see, look. Really? Mate, I hate it. Why? I get anxiety, like. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I really don't like it, um, and um, I struggle, like, so, you know, uh, some of you guys will have seen, and um, this isn't a, a plug or a shameless plug, but I have um, a cover model ebook coming out uh, in a few days. I heard it's the best one you wrote. It is the <laughs> best one I've written, mate, yeah. but um, I'm meant to be promoting it, of course, like you do with anything yeah. that's coming out, and i'm just so anxious like speaking i'm like oh i need to tell people like about this new ebook that's coming out because it is really it is really good yeah but like and then i'm just like oh i feel like i need to do this and it's difficult that's not that i that's that's that's, no one would ever think that like yeah so when i chat to guys in the academy and i'm like you need to get in your story more you need to get Mm. your face they're like i hate it you know
1: you love it and i'm like i don't love it i hate it like Mm. um have you found it have you found that it's getting easier? Have you found that of the, the podcast has helped you? It is get,
0: the podcast is completely different to me because it is um obviously with podcasting it's 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 a different entity mm-hmm. but you it takes a while to get into it um but with the story thing it does get easier for sure it does get easier i don't and didn't really use snapchat a huge amount so i wasn't used to that yeah. but um what i do hate and this comes back to the thing that uh, the, you know the the psychological issue with snagging yeah. is that one of the main reasons why i hate it is because if i do it in public i have Paranoia is a strong word, but I have an issue with people thinking that I'm full of myself or people thinking that who's this prick think he is speaking to my phone. So if I'm doing it in public, I'm actually overly aware that I don't want to come across like that Mm. because I get prejudged on social media, because I'm not like that at all. And just because of the way that's something that would snag with me Mm -hmm. because, you know, I've case in point, that guy that came up and goes, oh, you're actually such a nice dude. Like, yeah. So if I am in a public arena, I'm mm. very overly conscious about doing that because I don't want to give off the impression like I've got an ego. Um, and for example, like if we go to a party, I was at a, a pretty nice party in London I was telling you about before mm. I came over. I'm sitting in the corner, like just doing my thing. You know, I'm very in a crowded room full of people, or even in the gym. To be fair, you yeah. know, I just kind of get on and do my own
1: thing. And you, um, to, in actual fact, for for those of you who don't know, you actually prefer training. You come in and you come in after hours because yeah. you like having a gym to yourself. Yeah, but yeah. but but that's not because oh, I can use everything. It's more just because you I can, just uh, yeah. I, I just
0: like doing my thing and yeah. just you know what I mean. Like I spend. I spend like I said to you I spend 95 probably 90% of my time by myself you know with with my phone and my laptop so I do live a very kind of recluse life Mm -hmm. you know a bit of aloof in some ways so it's definitely it definitely snags with me then when someone goes, Oh, this guy thinks he's full of himself. And the truth is I probably got a lot of that in primary school and I got a lot of that probably yeah. in yeah. secondary well, it's, school. It's Steve rooted. rooted. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent Um there, yeah, there's yeah. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. that's for a different story. Yeah. But um yeah, so that's definitely something that resonates with me yeah. or snags. Yeah. Um so sometimes I try and so that that for example would be one of the things that I would never really comment about someone else mm-hmm. because I know what it's like to be prejudged that mm-hmm. way. Um, but sometimes I feel like you do, mm-hmm. shaking someone, going, "Dude, you need to just, you know, you you need to just let people know you're a nice guy." Like, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. for
0: example, um, you know, we've got a, we've got a few in the academy, and I just go, "Listen, like, you, know, Mike Reed, you know Mike Reed." do i know hopefully uh, he won't listen to this but i hope he is um he's a guy who trains with charlie all the time okay he was um he was a mastermind client of mine i helped him grow his business then he became a coach within my business he's such a nice he's not prejudging but he's covered in tattoos he's got a beard he looks angry all the time oh yeah yeah, yeah. he's so nice mate like literally there's not many people i could like literally just spend 24 hours with and not even know he's there like he's Mm. just so calm casual and he's just such a nice guy and i'm like part of growing his business i was like you need to let people know you're a nice dude like yeah and he was like what are you trying to say and i'm like well you look angry like (laughs) you look angry and unapproachable and he's the complete opposite Mm -hmm. and he opened up he was actually on the podcast he opened up about why that was he was horrendously bullied in school um he went to a school and people used to pick on him because you know he hasn't got um, you know, he didn't have a lot of money growing up mm. and he would have a very basic lunch and he used to get picked on really? for that. Yeah, he used to get picked on for that. So his tag and his business is called Built by Fitness because fitness has built him into the person he is. So he's really deep rooted in terms of, so if he's he, it's really difficult to have a conversation with him because he's, you know, maybe on the back foot insecurity wise, mm. but it comes across then as just not approachable and it's the complete opposite once you get to know him. So yeah. it just comes down to, i suppose being aware that social media is very different to reality in Mm. lots of ways of course Mm. we try and bridge the gap Mm. and i think that's why the story aspect of things is good because you do learn a little bit more about people
1: Mm. you know chatting obviously your stories are really good and things like that like the thing is i i I, you know this is thing about youtube um if you're looking at somebody's vlogs and stuff like that, you can actually get to know them and you go, Jesus, like they're, you know, you, you can get to know that person. Um, but, you know, you, you'll never get to know someone through pictures. We had this conversation actually about influencers and stuff like that. And if you're an influence in, inverted commas, influencer, but you post pictures all the time you're probably not gonna get that much engagement. But if you're someone that is relatable to, because you either have a YouTube channel or you put out a lot of video content, um, you're gonna get more engagement. I remember you saying to me one day about one particular person. who goes, if he posted a picture of dog shit, he'd probably get twenty thousand likes. Hundred you know, percent, because because <laughs> people have bought so much into yeah, because the they bought you know? into the person, and they'll it'll be their perception of going, oh, he's been so funny or he's been whatever. Yeah. Whereas if you didn't know the person, you'd be like, what the fuck is this, <laughs> you know? And you'd probably report it. Yeah, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is one of those things. And it, uh, to be honest, it's something that uh, you know I think all of us who. YouTube is one of those things that it's, um, it definitely does help the one thing i've noticed about the podcast is people i suppose in a way it's therapy you know i chat about different things you know obviously we discuss different topics within the fitness industry um you know the the science behind different aspects of things but people do get a good sense of oh this guy actually knows his shit or Mm -hmm. oh this actually he's a real nice guy he's not Mm -hmm. he's not just posting like half naked photos all over the world yeah so i think i would i would urge for anyone out there who is a maybe personal trainer or like i said to you is just um you know, get on a podcast, get on YouTube is difficult. Oh, you know. And YouTube is very hard. I think it's, it, it's such a, it's such a, I, it's just something that I don't know, it's very hard to get going. If, if I had a bit of momentum in it, I would continue. But it's, myself and Charlie were talking about it. It's just too much time invested into it. It's, it's tough. It's tough you know? with editing. Um, whereas a podcast, you know, especially for my clients. So I said to myself, I want this podcast to be a success for my clients. Mm-hmm. I want this to supplement their training their nutrition and give them i suppose that sort of support Mm -hmm. and also something they can listen to when they're doing cardio or when they're going to work or when they're on the train or whatever it is um and it just adds value you know if other people come through amazing but a lot of people reach out to me and gone wow you actually know your stuff i'm really impressed with your podcast Mm -hmm. you know i'm really interested in signing up for one of your programs so Mm -hmm. you know for anyone out there in in that situation like yourself it's a must it really is yeah. it's 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 just such a good um, avenue to try and well, get
1: people to buy in the thing is that <clears throat> there's so many people there's there's personal trainers on every street corner you know uh, i think it, it seems to be once you get past being in a gym for 3 months you automatically sign oh, up offense. to be a personal trainer yeah. um, and unfortunately for for somebody looking for help out there um, they could potentially end up with the the wrong Trainer, mm-hmm. so I would always say to someone that you know has really something to offer, um, and and is it you know a decent person? How do you get ahead of the game? How do you get out of that bracket of having just PT after your name? Um, and it's it's just by looking about. Okay, this is gonna add a bit of value. Um, you know, for, for the likes of me, I you know work a lot with transformation clients and things like that. But uh, the competing aspect for me, um, you know, obviously keeps me on track. But I also think as well, it, it just adds a little bit more value to my business. It adds a little bit more value to what I say uh, because I, you know, can can get into good condition. Um, I can stand on the world stage and do quite well. And I can then offer, you know... The girl next door, or the mum next door, or the dad next door. You know, I can get them into you know the 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 mental place they want to be, and their um, body composition is is just a byproduct of of sorting their life out for them, yeah. um, and just just offering um just offering decent advice. But that I think that would be you know that's that's a major thing in this industry, industry, you know.
0: Yeah, it's something that I've managed to get this far without doing. um which is kind of crazy, to be fair. That being said, I know we, we've spoken about it, but it will
1: happen. But you have something, you like you have something that, you know, is far, far beyond 99% of people. You've got a tremendous education that's highly credible that no one would ever be able to take away from you. Um, and, you know, then obviously your uh, clients and your transformations and, and all the programs and, uh, Academy's stuff that you've got going on is testament to your knowledge. A few uh, magazine covers, in and yeah, 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 a <laughs> <laughs> um, few in there as well.
0: And uh, but I know. think uh, between us and everyone listening, I think um, I was having a, a little chat on the academy this week about competing. So it is going to happen. It's just a case of when, which yeah. will probably be two thousand and twenty. Yeah, I think. Okay.
1: any particular any particular venue Mm hmm Scratch scratch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. the reason Alistair is prompting is because um Alistair is holding a we spoke about it briefly on the la- oh no we didn't, you did couldn't mention it. No. Oh, really? Yeah, didn't I not? No, you Wrong. I don't think you could mention it. So, okay. so what we did speak about last time was that Alistair um was a client of mine initially. Obviously we've been best mates for a decade. Um and we have uh, we prefer for a show, long story short, if you haven't listened go back and you'll get the full details Mm -hmm. we prepped for a show together um, Alistair won Alistair got a pro card Mm -hmm. came second got a pro card Um, then we changed federation uh, got a pro card again and then Alistair went on uh, by himself to compete in a pro show um, and has since moved to a a coach um, more specialised in the federation Mm -hmm. long story short that federation is pure elite Mm -hmm. Um, Alistair has just competed a few months ago um, in the world championships as a pro fitness model Model. um and it, you did muscle model as well muscle model and fitness model and international and model won three first places so three world, world championship, world. championship yeah. titles yeah. um and off the back of that you have an announcement
1: i have yeah. i felt that fitness modeling um is definitely the way forward um I'm, in comparison to bodybuilding and the reason why I the reason why I based uh, my opinion on this was having young lads coming into the gym to me saying you know what maybe I'd like to compete I follow so and so they're in really good shape you know it, I, I don't really see myself having a future in it but I would like to step on stage just to say I've done it mm-hmm. and if that was bodybuilding it would um, you know it would be a monumental ask there would be so much involved um, there'd be years involved in muscle density and so on and so forth. So, and let's,
0: and, and let's be blunt: there'd be uh, there'd be there'd be bits and pieces involved in terms <laughs> yeah. of performance-enhancing drugs. And yeah. I think yeah. to, to to get in fitness model shape, it's very
1: attainable, achievable um, if you do not want to go down that route. Absolutely, as I say to anyone for fitness modeling. Um, whether you're a guy or a girl there's probably and if you're if you're a gym gore you're probably six to nine months away from a category uh, getting into shape for a category that really suits you that you potentially do quite well and whether you do or don't take performance enhancing drugs it's a level playing field Um, And that is why I think that it's taken off so much, um, you know, that young kids can come into it. When I say young kids, I'd be talking about, you know, uh, people in their um, late teens, early 20s um, and just want to try it. So I said, okay, um, I see this is doing quite well in the UK. I really think it would do well in Ireland. And I want to be the first one that brings it to Ireland. So I sat down with Stuart, the CEO of Pure Elite. And I took a five-year franchise for Pure Elite. And the first ever amateur fitness model show is going to be in the capital in Dublin um, on the 7th of September 2019 in the Helix, which is in Dublin City University. I
0: hope you have a ticket for me waiting, mate.
1: I hope I've taken it for myself.
0: <laughs> I might sell out. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a massive announcement. Um, so the reason, will I compete? That's probably a bit too soon for me. Yeah. Um, with the goals that I have for next year, um, competing was not on the list of goals. Like I said, that I set out in November, long before January 1st. Um, but I have a very sneaky feeling it'll be on my to-do list in 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What federation? I'm unsure yet. I'm unsure. But it will likely be fitness model. I think that is... Well, it depends on how big I get between now and then. I would like to think... it. I I would be optimistic in thinking otherwise. But it'll be fitness model for sure. Um, So we will see. We will see. But that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to doing.
1: And you know what? It's not about winning for me. I'm an extremely competitive person. I'm anxious for you, mate. But really. (laughs) I'm I'm anxious. I know know what you're like. For any of you who don't know... The real Chris Sperman when he competes. Oh, wow. oh my god, you've met you haven't seen anything. This boy wants to win so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the thing
0: is as well is I'm 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 under no illusions that to compete in a first show, you know, I, I'm not expecting to win. Yeah. I will have a game plan in place. Mm. Um, you know, for any of you guys out there who want to compete and want to do well and have not yet competed this is my game plan, and I'm going to tell you what I think. So my plan in 2020 will be to write and publish a book. Um, that is one goal that I've already down for 2020. Um, but in terms of competing, my plan is to do three shows in one federation. Um, and if I don't get my pro card in the second show, I will in my third.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I will, like anything, I will reverse engineer a plan to do so and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um what federation it is I don't know Mm -hmm. Um, the first will be me getting my feet wet Mm. the second could very possibly be the same and I think by the third time around if I'm able to bring a decent enough package Mm -hmm. then who knows who knows but i won't be doing it for that reason and i'll be very transparent will i be annoyed of course i will i'm so competitive of course but my main reason um there'll be two i suppose there's two main reasons really um one will be to completely challenge myself and throw myself into the unknown um and to do something that a lot of people have You know, it's just a new massive challenge for me. And second will be for business. Mm. Um, And I'm very transparent with that. And what do I mean by that? I feel like, for people to follow me on that journey is going to be really exciting. Um, a lot of my clients now are a different demographic and I would like to think at that point in time, you know, within the academy that is growing exceptionally well. We have so many guys competing. Any of you guys that saw my story um, over the last few weeks, we've had a huge amount of um, clients do photo shoots to give them a bit of a kick up the ass and go, listen, I'm coming out of nowhere here. I haven't competed before. I'm grabbing the bull by the horns and I'm just going for it. So yeah. we will We'll see how it goes. Speaking of photo
1: shoots, and clients I think it's such a good thing for us. Really good, isn't it? You know, I had someone the other day that has. Um, I won't go into too much detail, but has had had an injury. Was it an injury? I think it was maybe from birth, but anyway, had an operation. Is in full health. Has done fantastically well, and said to me, "You know what? Um, I, do, you know, I really think." I'd like to do a photo shoot but am I am I being stupid? Is this is it some, you know, please tell me if it's something that's beyond me. And I said absolutely, absolutely go for it, you know. You, the thing about a photo shoot is they're yours forever, the pictures that come from it. <coughs> they're also something that never has to be seen by anybody else oh, only you and the photographer. And what better way to 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 get into the best shape of your life to have those images? And potentially look back in 20 or 30 years time to show your grandkids and go look this is when i was into fitness yeah. and you know money can't buy those memories so and this this goes back to the you know the one thing that none of us would ever want to experience is regret and mm-hmm. um, have those things do it if, if if you're not happy with it you still have it i bet you'll be happy with it one day 100%. you know um you never know what's going to happen you, you never, never know, know. i no. i decided to do my first
0: photo shoot and I made a big investment at the time of 250 euros and um booked a photo shoot and I remember distinctly the very last shot that was taken was me I was literally a long story some some of you guys will know this photo I was in the water in a pair of jeans which was a bit random but it's a good shot and um we got some shots and I was walk. I, he was like yeah wrapping up let's done that's done yeah come on come away and so I strolled I was walking in it wasn't posed. I was walking in and there were two ladies down the beach with a dog. And I looked over. And by the time I looked back up, he had the camera and he was taking shots. And I was like, oh, I thought we were done. And he was like, I, I need to get home quickly to see this to see this photo. Like mm. Literally, Sean was like, this could be one of the best photos I've ever taken in my life. And he's a photographer. Like, yeah. And we literally rushed home. He booted up the laptop. I didn't think too much of it. He booted up the laptop, flipped it around. It was in black and white. And my mouth nearly hit the floor. Mm. I was like, Jesus, this mm. is this that's can be me like one of the most iconic pictures of you really 100%, yeah. yeah 100% and that literally single handedly launched my fitness career mm. because that was the that was the shots that PhD saw that I got signed mm-hmm. um that launched my social media into you know tens of thousands. Mm. It's the the photo that's is still getting shared on pages, you know, all all around the mm. all around Instagram now. So fuck me, I'm thinking
1: I get my uh, get my jeans and hoodie today. Yeah. Out.
0: <laughs> Do you know where it was? It was in it was in uh, it was not, not far from Cloyne. Mm. In East Cork. So mate, you never know. Yeah, you never know. So um, you know, you never know what's going to happen from it, and it's one thing that I say to actually here's a bit of a story sam wilson will be listening to this so sam is a client of mine who joined this time last year he joined my skype program he works in the city in london and he just wanted to get in shape he wanted to lose weight around around his midsection excuse me and um, we've been working together for the last year you know working on growing specific aspects mm. of his physique and cutting down and eventually I gave him a target, probably about four or five months ago, was, of doing a shoot before Christmas. So we've been working towards it. He did a shoot with Max, who is an absolute godsend, really good friend of mine, Max mm-hmm. Ellis, um, in Physique Warehouse. He did the shoot. Um, the photos were amazing. He looked incredible. Uh, he, he surprised me. But mm-hmm. he, you know what he does? And I said it on the day. I turned around to Max and I said, you know what? He's got a cover model look Because his proportions are good He's not too big He doesn't look You know Overly out of place Mm. And uh, I get a text off Andy Peters So for those of you guys Who don't know Andy Peters Is uh, He works in ITV Um, He's One of my best friends um, And was my agent Who got me On the cover Of various magazines And um, My feature in Men's Health And he said I want to get Sam in With Men's Health For a casting Cheers yeah, sorry. So hopefully in the new year, fingers crossed, that is the plan. So he just looked, he just looked the part. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, who knows, you know, that was his first shoot and I had to beg him to book the shoot. Really? I'm not going yeah. to be ready. I'm not going to be ready. I'm not going to be ready. You know, he may never appear on the cover of a magazine, but he may. Mm. He's You know, that's all it takes is one person to go, wow. And mm. I'm not just saying this to try and get you all on my academy but Andy watches my stuff religiously. Mm. And if someone's doing a shoot, he'll message me and go, what's this person like? And you know what? Personality makes a difference when it comes to things like that. And yeah. he'll be like, what's this person like? You know, they look great. You know, they could potentially be this. And he's he's messaged a few directly and gone, you know, for me, I met him first time. For those of you guys who don't know, I met him first time. We got coffee and uh, heard nothing from him for five months. Really? Nothing. And then I got a phone call and I'm like, oh, Andy, hey, how's it going? how do you fancy men's health? And I, I, what can you say to someone whose own own, only dream in fitness was to be in anything to do with men's health. Um, And uh, I did my first feature for, for men's health the following week. So yeah. So you never know what's around the corner. Um, Like we all say, it's who you know, not what you know, to some Mm. degree. Um, So, you know, I'm, I'm very privileged to be in a, in a position where I can help people, um, you know, see see dreams become a reality. Um, I feel like it was a very small piece of your jigsaw, but I feel mm-hmm. like
1: I I you know I had some part to play in that. Oh, absolutely! Just, I, you but, know, and just it, like you had in mine. But this is, well, this is the thing, and I mean, you know, you got like a person has to look back at where they came from and say, so like, you know, everybody, even even the people that were shit to you, had a massive part 100%. to play. I was yeah. in a it was in a poor relationship for. A period of time um, and I still look back on that relationship today and I went yeah I was fucking miserable but my god did I learn a lot from it you know and mm-hmm. I'm very very thankful to that person for what I learned from them yeah it, we weren't meant to be I'm sure I'm sure she's going to be happy with someone they might be from this planet but- <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, but no, all jokes aside, you know she'd be happy with someone, and and you know it was great, and we all we both learned a lot from mm-hmm. each other, um, and it's it it helped me further down the line and helped me as a person. It did help me as a person, you know. Um, and I'll it, be honest with you, dude. I
0: saw obviously you were my best mate going into that relationship mm-hmm. and my best mate coming out. I can, I, and it's funny. It's only recently that I've been like. Obviously we all change We all mm. go through shit I've mm. been through shit You've been through shit and, and we change And we grow And and you know We learn to Become better people um, But I never really Thought of it that way But mm. I, you now As a person Are so much Different, different right? You're so much More compassionate And that, that's probably yeah. The strongest word That yeah. I can think yeah. You're very compassionate now I love you to bits but you weren't compassionate beforehand as much mm. and now that you see it I wonder is that why mm. because maybe you saw what it was like to be treated like shit, shit yeah. and now you're so much more compassionate yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. and there are things about obviously you know things about me that I you know shit that I've been through that um, has changed me and, and, and made me better and has made me maybe more aware and for me it's probably more probably just more grateful of the people who are in my corner Mm -hmm. Um, you know because there have been times where I've been literally top of the world literally top of the world and then had it all pulled out from underneath me and to see who was there you being one Mm -hmm. to see who was there and who wasn't it just makes me so observant now of mm. the people who are really in my corner mm-hmm. um but yeah dude I, I i really feel that you know it's not until you said that now that i can mm. think that that was obviously the reason why you've become so
1: yeah and, and, me, and you like you say me you know and i but i, I
0: he, here's the question do you think that your love compassion <clears throat> and the energy that you give to the clients here would be this
1: way if you're if this was alistair Hart before that probably not as no, much no no I wouldn't I, I was I, in, in, you know it, and this is my own opinion of myself when I look back I was a fucking shit person you know uh, you're a great person to be around great fun to be around yeah. but I yeah. I really I really don't think that, that deep down and this is a, an old boss said this to me he said everywhere you go you leave a trail of destruction behind you and you don't really care about who you hurt in the, in the process mm. I was like what the fuck is you talking about you're so right. Mm. The guy was so right because I didn't care. You know, I, I wasn't intentional about my actions, mm. what I was doing, but I never thought of the other person. You know, I never thought of the, the the good that can come out of being a good person. You know, I and and this is it. I'm. It's it's just opened my mind so much, and you you do good, and good comes back. Like when I came out of that relationship, and I finally. Uh, got over the person because, you know, there was, there was obviously a lot of time where I didn't know whether I was doing the right thing by going out of it or whatever. But anyway, once I'd found my feet and I said, whoa, hang on a second, I need to I need to build myself up here and I need to get going because, you know, I've, I've got to support my kids and so on and so forth. And then when I had the, you know, the, the arsenal of all these emotions that I now had um, and I started channeling that into growing myself and growing and starting a business all these doors started opening and things good things started to happen because I was being good Mm. and then he went fuck if I if I'm even better and I do the right thing maybe even better things happen and it does yeah, it and is. as cliche as that sounds it, it, you know stuff like that when you're younger and you're in your 20s and stuff and you go oh you need to do this and that and you know good things happen you go like, yeah, yeah right whatever I'll do my own thing mm-hmm. I'm telling you it's, it's true yeah mate you found your feet but you found yourself you yeah know? absolutely and that's the thing you know um, so I'm grateful I'm so grateful that everything that's happened I changed nothing yeah you know yeah absolutely obviously <laughs> fucking I've been there yeah. so I know it you know and it's
0: When it comes to even, you know, friendships or um, even just, you know, people that you see at the gym and, you know, or or people who, you know, work behind the counter at Sainsbury's or Tesco or Super Value here as it may be, Mm. even just, you know, having a little bit more time for people that, you know, that maybe on my, not that I ever would have been too good for anyone, but just, you know, sometimes your head's in the clouds and you Mm. just think, you know the world revolves around me and a little bit about other people, but mainly around mm. me, yeah. Um, and I think that makes such a massive difference uh, to have that kind of um, empathy, aware- yeah, yeah, and awareness yeah. and
1: awareness. Um, but I've definitely noticed that, dude, absolutely. Mm. Um, I think that as well, Chris. I, I think this is one thing that, and I'd urge people, please, to ca- have compassion with people that are possibly less fortunate and in less fortunate jobs, Um. you know. You've got to be so thankful to the guy in the petrol station or the gas station in America. You've got to be so thankful to the person that's serving you in your supermarket. You know, I'm sure they have a massive story to tell. They're supporting their family or they could be going through college. You know, cut them, cut them a break. I was I, just going completely off topic here. I rang, um, I, I ordered a pizza the other day. OK, and we ordered it online. Now It was Christmas Eve. OK. So I ordered it, and it was to be delivered, and I was, it was to be delivered to the gym, which is just like, you know, absolutely a big no-no. Right? Yes, so right. It was Christmas Eve, and I said, okay, it's Christmas, I'm going to let this happen. So an hour passed. you were here, actually, yeah, was, yeah. and no sign of the pizza. So I said, well, what's going on? And i ordered online, done all that, but I hadn't paid for it. It was cash on delivery. And... I rang them and I said I'll put in an order. And they goes, Oh, we don't have any we don't have any trace of that order here. And I was like, Alright, okay. And they go, look, there, there is a problem with our online system at the moment. Would you like to give it to me again? I'll put it on straight away. And immediately the new me kicked in and I felt it straight away. And I said, Yeah, absolutely. I said, I gave the order again and I I, I went in for the pizza. Now, if that was the old me, right, I would have absolutely Roast. Roasted the person on the phone and said to myself, "What a fucking idiot! They couldn't get a pizza right. Blah blah blah. Why? Yeah. Why would I waste so much energy? That that girl that answered the phone." It's not her fault yeah she's working on christmas eve to fucking feed people like me yeah so i went in there and they couldn't have been more apologetic and i said to them, i said please it's not it's not your fault don't apologize for something that's outside of your control yeah um and you know that and that was that uh, and i think across the globe just cut people a bit of slack yeah. So what? It was an extra hour. It means no
0: difference. But you know what? Like, even just hearing that from you, it's because you're in such a good place. Good place, yeah. You know what good I mean? And, you I need to show a anymore. Yeah. And when someone is very, very evident when someone is not in a good place, mm. how they react in situations like yes. that. Um, and I think we're fortunate mm. because we're in a good place to be able to have that empathy and have that compassion. Yeah. Um, so even to just go further, further back down the line, you know, to ask people to have that compassion or or to yeah. be em- em- yeah. empathetic, you know, ha- try and find a good relationship with yourself and you will find all of those things Absolutely, anyway. yeah. The good um,
1: relationship to yourself is a precursor to absolutely. B- being empathetic for other uh, people. I was having
0: a conversation with, you know, one of my other good mates today and we're talking about relationships and, you know, he's, he's had his fair share and he said, you know what the difference in, in some compared to others is the ones that he felt obviously it was funny he made a comment he said well to be fair the uh the only um the only relationships that have been or basically all the relationships that have been in have failed because all the relationships i've been in have failed and you know unless we're in one now they've all failed but what he said is the one thing that i take from each one is how I am and how I feel about myself in in those relationships. Um, and it's very true even in, in, in you know, day-to-day interactions. Like, if you're in a good place with yourself, mm. that, that's projected, you know, in, into every sort of interaction that you have. Um, but that being said, that's not easy. And actually, that's something that we want to speak about today as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just feeling obviously you know feeling good about yourself or feeling down or you know wherever you are on that spectrum this
1: time of year is, is, is actually quite difficult for a lot of people you it's know so difficult Chris you know we have sad seasonal um, what, what's the actual abbreviation it's uh, I don't know what it is, it, it's depression it's, yeah it's basically depression from the lack of vitamin D mm. rainy days short days Especially lack of again. sunlight yeah. um, time of year and you know, I, I've i got really, really good high days and I'd have days where I'm at war with myself um, for, you know, for, for reasons that I can never put my finger on. And which annoys me even more because I'll go, you know, I don't even know why I'm so I'm so dumb today. I'm just having a bad day. But I suppose the thing for me is I I have the... I've the knowledge at this age to say to myself look don't worry sit it out you're going to come out the other side it's going to be a short period of time and you'll be fine you'll possibly be fine later you could be fine in the morning after a night's sleep and it invariably is the case um, but one of the things that, that you know this time of year obviously lacking with sunlight and we spoke about this these things and you were telling me little things that you did yourself mm. just to it's just to even make things. yeah but it's, it's yeah. silly they may be when you speak about them but how important they are to you to make your day that bit better and uh, some of those That's things you shared with me which are great and you know j- just even for, for me at the moment and I've like would have been Christmas it's great and one of the things I love is chocolate, but I've eaten too much of it and I feel so bad. Now I don't feel bad because I'm gonna put on weight i a fast metabolism, I can deal with it, then that's fine. It doesn't matter how I look anyway, I'm not pushed at the moment. But I feel shit because I'm running on a poor energy source. I'm used to running on a good energy (coughs) source. And if you're used to eating chocolate day in, day out, or every second or third day, or whatever the case is, then it doesn't, you're not really going to make much of a difference to you. But if you're used to eating clean, Hmm. and then you start coming along and eating lots and lots of chocolate, your energy source is different. So consequently, your characteristics of how you behave are going to be different. Your sleep is going to be off. Your your, your strength in the gym is going to be off. Your mood is going to be off. Um, and it's no difference to putting the wrong type of fuel in your car obviously the char- characteristics of the, the vehicle are going to be different mm. um, so that coupled with lack of sunlight I'm honestly telling you since I set foot in Skibbereen or had anything or Skibbereen was mentioned it's rained oh, really? <laughs> it's, just ra- it's just raining yeah. I, it's, yeah. you know it just rains all the time and that gets you know that gets that, that, that gets you in this country fun. too yeah. Yeah, like
0: it really is you know I've um, every January okay I'm fortunate that I can do this but every January for the last I don't know how many years I've, I've gone away yeah. um, you know it was Hawaii last year it was you know LA and Arizona the year before and so on and so on and it is it, holidays are cheap it's a good time to go away mm. for a lot of people obviously that's not um, you know that's not that's not affordable but some of the things you know I'm going to be a bit vulnerable and say some of the things that I said to Alistair but for me there are a few things that I do i um, you know i i wouldn't say i get depressed but i definitely have lower days um at this time of year um and some of the things that i do well first and foremost i take five hdp so five hydroxy tryptophan mm-hmm. um, and i take that before bed um i will also take vitamin d and i know i probably will ha- have a little bit more than i normally would especially mm-hmm. this time of year mm-hmm. i will maybe have three to four i use in the morning three to four i use in the evening and um, with my five hdp um I will uh, ensure I get enough sunlight. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't a huge amount of sunlight, obviously, this time of year. But I will ensure I get as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, as silly as it sounds, I know London is is quite close. The difference in um, the difference in rain is drastic, mate. Mate, yeah, it's crazy. It, really is. it, it First, is even when you come over to the UK, like yeah. so. For me, even now to leave London or to leave my house and get out of my house. I mean, it's cold. It is cold. But the chances of it raining are are generally slim compared to here. Um, So for those of you guys in London and you think, oh, really, it's worse than here. I'm telling you it is. That's why it's so green. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So so obviously and then there are a few other things that I do. And these are psychological triggers for me. So if I'm feeling down, I do a few things. I tidy my bed. Mm -hmm. i tidy my room um i ensure that uh anything that i need to do that's been niggling at me in the back of my head i write down on a piece of paper and i put on my desk as in a to-do list yeah but Mm -hmm. it's more like everyone we all have a to-do list but we all also have things that oh i need to do this and it's like niggling at you and it's actually making you anxious i write it down on a list and i put it to one side Mm -hmm. and i'll tackle it when i need to tackle it um It was quite similar when I used to study. Um, I had a psychological uh, box called a messy box. And it was basically an actual physical box, but it was a psychological box in Mm -hmm. the sense that I could not study when my room was messy. So if I needed to study really quickly and I didn't have a huge amount of time to tidy my room... You'd stuff everything into your box? Into one box. Yeah. Yeah. Into one box. So at least then my whole room was tidy. Mm -hmm. I just had a box with a lot of shit in it. So then at least I can, you know, crack on, do my thing, and then I can sort out the box later on. So then, so in, in a way, in, in, in some ways I'm quite similar now, I need things to be tidy, I need things to be in, in, in whatever, you know, shape mm-hmm. or form. I will get a haircut more frequently mm-hmm. um, because it's something that you know, we all get a haircut. We all feel a little bit better about ourselves. Yeah, true. You know, small things like this, you know, maybe ensuring that I'm a little bit, I say this now with a, with a massive beard, but I always ensure that I'm. I might groom myself a little bit more frequently this time of year. Mm-hmm. Small things like that. um, That I do feel make a difference. Mm -hmm. Ensuring that I go to the gym. And I don't sack it off. For me now the issue with that is. So normally this time of year I am growing. Which means I am eating more. Mm -hmm. And it also means I am training less frequent. Believe it or not. Because I'm trying to grow. So I'm trying to recover. Now the frequency that I train. Makes me feel good. Because I feel great after I train. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. So. If I train more, I feel better, but I can't because my frequency has to stay low. And secondly, I'm eating so much food, like you said, that every now and then I will have a little bit here and there because I'm not being strict with my food. Mm-hmm. And obviously that sets my energy levels all over the place that they're not used to. Um, so there are a few things that can cause that. And th- those are the triggers that I kind of do to um, to kind of get me back on track. Um, you know, there will be times where I reach out to people that you know i feel there may be um a little bit of hostility with i'll reach out to someone and for example you know if i've had a falling out with someone and i've not spoken to someone and it's playing on my mind even just a little bit i'll reach out to someone and say listen you know all that shit that we you know let's forget about it Mm -hmm. or i'll message people who i know are very supportive and i'll just ask them how they are tell them i love them and Mm -hmm. then things like that that just kind of set me right a little um do anything in particular that kind of puts you right and just just before you do just to explain why some of those psychological triggers i do is because very often when we feel down or anxious it's because there are a lot of things out of our control everything that i've mentioned there are small things that are within my control that i can do just like that you know just um you know get a haircut Groom myself, tidy my bed, tidy my room. All of these things that just put things in order that I can control. But have you any triggers? Are you, are you I, after
1: looking for triggers? I actually, when I'm having a bad day um, or a bad couple of days, sometimes for me, I will try as hard as it is. I will try to line up consultations where people are looking to talk to me. And I'll try and get those people in because what happens is whenever I do a consultation no matter if I'm feeling low or I'm feeling high I always get higher I will talk to someone and knowing that I'm adding value or helping them um or you know we're we're putting a plan in place for someone to you know want to better their lives or change their lives in some way shape or form and knowing that I'm knowing that I'm involved in that massively massively gives me a natural high and lifts me so if I'm feeling low and I have a consultation, I can tell you straight away, I'm going to come out of there and I'm going to feel so much better. Yeah. Um, and normally if I'm if I'm in a good mood and I've had two or three of them back to back, I'm back fucking on cloud 14. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. thing. Um, so that's what I try to do. Training some days, I, you know, training will go with me and it'll work for me. But other days I'll go through the motions and I'll probably feel worse, you know, mm. but i I agree with that actually. Yeah. I agree with that too.
0: Know, um it depends on the type of training I'm doing sometimes though. Hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I can I can I can feel worse after training hmm. but I do maybe just even physical activity. You know what I do like is going for a walk. Yeah going for a walk getting some fresh fresh air air, you know learning actually mm -hmm. if I put in a podcast and I feel like I'm being productive if Mm -hmm. I read even if I feel anxious and I read a chapter of a book Mm -hmm. I feel great Mm -hmm. like it just helps it's like I feel like I'm doing something productive Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time that I feel anxious or I feel like that or like it's just because I've got a lot of things I don't know where I'm doing or what I'm doing i here am I there and sometimes I'll just read a chapter of a Mm -hmm. book and I'll be like right here we go um but yeah, I agree. And also, speaking on, on on helping other people, I am shattered on a Sunday night, but I'm fulfilled. I can imagine it's you. It's know, emotionally es- taxing, especially speaking to everyone face to face for thirteen hours almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wrecked, but I'm f- I feel great.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and I wake up. That's Monday probably morning, the best sleep of
1: the week. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I wake up Monday morning a little bit later than usual, mm. but I feel great. And I'm ready to smash the week. I'm ready to attack the week. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you know, and that's something that a lot of people have asked. A lot of clients have reached out. You know what? A lot of clients don't check in as frequently because they're off plan. They're not feeling great. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't feel like they're looking their best. From a coach's perspective, we just need communication. You know, if Mm -hmm. you turn around and say, listen, I'm not feeling great today. Mm -hmm. Can I send check-in photos next week? You know. We we're normally okay with
1: that, but um, it's definitely something that is affecting a lot of people this time of year for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what I would the thing is, if, if anyone listening to this can take something from it is, um, if it isn't the haircut or it isn't the gym session or it isn't the consultation, please try and find something that works Recent. for you because we're all different. And we all get we all get a little bit of happiness from something. So if you if you if you know what it is double down on it yep you know for sure and, and try and get it in and um, just just build that little bit of a, little bit of a you know routine for yourself that you know when you're having a bad day that something worked once and try it again you know to get yep. yourself out of it and um, you know th- and know like I said that it's you know it could be it could be later on that day or it could be the following day and everything comes back yeah everything comes back again you know but we all have done this you know no so, matter you know no matter how good we are dude thank you so much no problem name the podcast one last time believe and achieve with Alistair Hart that's so
0: good yeah. dude. I'm so excited I'm, yeah. really, I'm so excited Guys, thank you so much for listening. Just a massive shout out to Alistair as always for being my best friend, for letting me train in this gym for free.
1: <laughs> for letting me... <laughs> if I couldn't let you train uh, in my gym for imagine. free for all the things that you've done for me, then there'll be something seriously wrong. Um, Where can people find out more about you? People can find out more about me on... Um, Lots of places <laughs> the, <maybe laughs> Most newspapers are Most newspapers recently. Thankfully at the moment uh, Radio stations But my main platforms are, Main platform is Instagram And Facebook um, At Alistair underscore heart On Instagram Please, please follow me <laughs> Do No absolutely do Definitely do And You'll see If you're checking out my story You will definitely see me Tagging this place For the next few weeks um, Facebook is Alistair Hart, Body Image, Health and Fitness. I could call it Body Image, Health and Fitness, but I still want my name attached to it. <laughs> yeah, <too. laughs> um, so, so that's it. And bodyimage.ie then is the, um, is the website for, you know, for, for the gyms and stuff, which Amazing. we're kind of undergoing a bit of maintenance on that at the minute because I am building an academy. Oh, very nice! Yeah, that's Good. an exclusive one. Uh, will it be ready? It'll be ready sometime in the middle that's of the awesome, year. Mate. Yeah, but it'll be. Um, I haven't it really earned out What's at the minute. The, but... What is? What will be the demographic? Um, it's it's very it's it's in the early stages at the minute. Uh, it's mainly going to be um, targeting. Um, I would say my where my heart lies is is weight loss yeah, you know yeah. it's mainly going to be targeting that, and possibly uh, just people just wanting to change in some way, shape or form, Amazing. But, you know not, it won't be the competing side of things, yeah, you know, yes, but that's uh, i'm going I'm going back to i going back to where I started i'll be honest,
0: like i don't get me wrong if if you've competed, you included, mm. and I've helped you get on stage and win a pro card, mm. I love you dearly. But I would be lying if I said that I didn't get so much more satisfaction out of seeing a client having lost a hundred pounds and mm-hmm. you know getting rid of borderline diabetes and
1: feeling like they're a new person absolutely that is just life changing you know like we, um you have it we are, uh, all decent coaches will have those messages that have come in from people that have sent you heartfelt messages or 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 written you a letter. Um, Steve has got them here at even at Christmas time and I've messages in my phone from real people mm. the, 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 the weight that the message that they send thanking you for changing their life is huge you know um, and that that's fantastic and that, they're the type of people that, that I would work with all day long you yeah. know um, because they, they're the ones that, that that give me that natural high and you know that, that, that I'm talking about and uh, it's fantastic so yeah That's where the Academy's going. Awesome. Dude, I love it. Thank you so much. Excellent. Guys, I'll leave you, as I leave you every single
0: podcast, make the most of today. Because you will not get this day again. Peace.